Okay. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. It's all a figure of speech. I'm your host, Adriana Barbieri, here with Divya Patel. Hi, everyone. And in today's episode, we will be discussing the topic of idioms in our world today. Idioms are used in everyday language, even if we don't realize it. Exactly. An idiom is an expression whose meaning is not predictable from the usual grammatical rules of a language or from the usual meanings of its um, constituent elements. Basically, they don't really mean what they literally suggest. Idioms add color to our conversation and help us to read between the lines to understand their hidden meanings. By learning more idioms and phrasal verbs, this will build your vocabulary and help you improve your lexical resource. But though they are fun, idioms are not always easily understood. So that's right. And in this episode, we're going to explain how idioms can be difficult for non-English speakers to understand. We're going to be pulling um, firsthand experiences from our meetings with the kids in Seville and other examples as well. So a couple of examples of idioms that we use in English would be like uh, something's a piece of cake, which means that something's really easy. Or it's raining cats and dogs, which means that it's raining really heavily outside. It's like a storm. Or um, you're hitting the nail on the head, which it means like you're getting something exactly right. Exactly. And in American English culture, I feel like we use it so much. Like, it's just like, you know, it's not anything special. So when we tried to explain it to the kids in Seville, they had a pretty hard time understanding the whole concept. Yeah, so what we thought about doing was, why don't we look up some uh, idioms they use in Spanish, which is what we did, and Divya came up with a few, which was ponerse de male leche and ser pan comido, which basically those two mean that something's really easy or when you're in a bad mood. And once we said that to them, they easily understood what we were talking about. Exactly. And idioms are, they're not really, you know, like a professional way of saying things. It's just something to make talking to someone more fun and just a fun way of communicating with one another, which we were trying to explain to the kids. So afterwards, we had them draw out their idiom, because if you really think about it, an idiom is so like, it's so pointless, but it's so funny. Yeah, exactly. And I remember when I was in elementary school, I used to do projects on idioms all the time and teachers told us to just draw what we think we see when we hear an idiom. So if you're saying that someone has a green thumb, basically you're going to draw someone with a green thumb. And that means that they're good at gardening and good at, you know, growing plants, which in the end, it kind of makes sense because they kind of relate to each other, the two things that you're comparing. But it also doesn't because someone let's say someone who doesn't speak English they might say oh does someone really have a green thumb but then you're gonna have to explain to them no it means that they're good at gardening exactly and then when um, I remember one of our students um, they did the um, it's raining cats and dogs and since this was a new idiom for her like she took our um, American English idiom as an example she drew the funniest picture it was of literally cats and dogs raining and they had umbrellas and it was really funny so I feel like um it was a good exercise to help them understand and um moving on to the next part of the podcast we were gonna say uh we're gonna explain how it helps multilingual speakers yes so basically um like we were saying before it might be a little difficult for them to understand but 
when they learn idioms, it helps them with like the English language. So they may encounter idioms more often in like spoken or written conversation. So it can help improve their uh, conversation skills with uh, not native speakers and also English speakers. So you understand like the cultural meaning and the context behind the idiom you're using. So it kind of helps out um, like understanding the cultural aspect of everything. Exactly. And someone who hears an idiom that's in a non-native or foreign language may struggle because they'll probably translate the words literally. Like if I went somewhere and I just heard someone say, it's raining cats and dogs, I'm going to look up at the sky and be like, what are they talking about? <laughs> exactly. But, um, but connecting the idiom to an expression or feeling is how they can connect the culture to the language, which is a really big part of multilingual speaking. Yeah, exactly. And also they can use the idioms from their first language that they know to express a, com a concept or an idea that's difficult to explain in another language. So using um, the translanguaging, they uh, can kind of uh, have a meaning, like more effective meaning to the idioms that they're using. And, it's, uh, and it was really fun for us too to learn the other idioms that the uh, uh, kids from Seville were telling us about because it's different to to hear like different uh, idioms from other languages and see how they relate to yours. And then in the end, like it's all a learning experience for everyone because the children are learning from us and then we were also learning from them. Exactly. And another example of when we used translanguaging during our meeting was there were times when we were teaching or explaining a concept to the kids and they didn't really get it because we were speaking in American English and using, you know, ways to connect everything through our culture. So what um, we did is we tried to find similarities in their culture and our culture and try to use that to explain it to them. So we use translanguaging a lot to try to find something that relates to them more than us so they're able to understand what we're trying to relay to them yeah exactly and especially I remember when it was closer to like the Easter holidays or Passover we were catching up with them and asking them you know how are uh, your like holiday celebrated in Spain what do you guys do and they were basically telling us they were doing similar things to us like processions and stuff like around the whole town the whole community and it was really cool to learn how they do it there and then compare it to how we um, do it here and find the similarities and the differences. Exactly. And I feel like also one thing for them is these kids, they're speaking like more than two or three languages. Like they know um, Arabic, French, Spanish, English, like they're speaking so many languages. And I feel like they still like understand how to use this language here or use this language there. And they did a really good job at it. Yeah, and that also was very impressive because I only know like three languages and they know all these other languages that they learned from school and even at home. So I think they really had fun, especially talking with us, the whole like experience. Um, and when we gave them like little activities to do, like creative ones, it showed us like how they were thinking, especially with the drawings. And it was just, it was a good, good experience altogether. And I think that they really enjoyed the, idioms lesson because it was something fun something creative that they ended up understanding after we connected it to their own culture exactly and like we did see parts when they struggled like they would mute their microphones while talking to us to like talk it out <laughs> with their friend 
in like yeah. you know probably Spanish or French um I think they spoke French in their school and they like would try to figure out a way to say it in English because um there were many times where the girls they wouldn't know how to explain something to us so they'd get mm-hmm. a little stuck so they'd go you know talk to one another in their language and then come back to us to try and explain how they were thinking or they'd draw it out for us so we could try and understand them yeah and I thought that that's I was really smart on their part too, especially like drawing things out because you, you you know, a lot of people are visual learners and when you draw out your thoughts, it makes it easier to talk about it. So it was nice. Exactly. And we did many um, like lessons where they drew like we, the main form of like communication I feel like we used was um, through drawing and art because Mm -hmm. all the girls, they all loved drawing and like making it pretty and they would like we'd go yeah. over time because they wanted to continue more so that and then they would really email fun. it to us too exactly they would email us theirs so we can see it and they love to share what they drew and why they drew it like they were really in depth with every single thing they did like why they made this purple or why they added this one extra umbrella you know they made everything yeah. so in depth and they had a reason for everything which was so cool mm-hmm. and even with the idioms lesson too they we told them that they could draw an idiom like from their own culture, like something that they say. But then some of them even looked up uh, English ones. And it was really cute because they were really, you know, trying to understand other ones. I remember one girl, she drew like, not my cup of tea. And she drew like a picture of yes. a tea, like a teacup and like her like not liking it. And it was really cute because they were trying to do their own idioms and then also learn the English ones, which was exactly. nice. And then, you know, yeah. So overall, I feel like Adriana and I, we had a really good experience with the kids. We learned so much and we just wanted to share our experience and what we learned and trying to, you know, um, see how these kids who have so many languages in their language box and so many words tried to communicate with us and shared how they were feeling. Yeah. And basically our favorite lesson was this one on idioms that it's important to know that even though we use them in everyday uh, like language, like we use it without even saying when you tell, tell someone good luck, you say break a leg. And and it's hard for like non-English speakers when they're learning these things. So um, it's, it's hard for them, you know, to understand. It's just like how it's hard for young kids to understand, too. Like they might take things really literally instead of figuratively. So I think that after you know, talking with them, having this experience with them, it helped us to also understand that when we teach in our our future classrooms to be careful with what we say, because not everyone will understand, even though it's easy for us, but it might not be easy for them. Exactly. And I think it was a really good learning experience for us to understand that we have to make ourselves the same level as the kids because you can't expect them to be at where we are. We are, you know, in college or educated while they're still in middle school or high school or elementary school so we have to you know figure out how to adapt to them because they can't adapt to us exactly and I think that this um, meeting with them was such a great learning experience and I really hope that a lot of people will get to do this in their life so it was good and overall like after listening to our podcast episode for today I hope that you guys will all understand that using idioms aren't always a piece of cake like they're meant to be Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.